Froggy the Gator, Wormbird, Mr. Hummus, and Terra Pterodactyl were all playing at Gator Grove Beach. They were there with Granny the Gator, who was watching the kids for the day. All the kids were having a great morning, looking for seashells, shark's teeth, and any other buried treasure they could happen to find. They were just remembering the time recently when they helped the mermaid people of Mertopia fend off the angry shark when Froggy saw something that caught his eye up on one of the sand dunes. Froggy squinted and did a double take. A double take is when you see something, then you go look at something else, but then you go back really quick at what you were originally looking at. Froggy did a double take and he nudged Mr. Hummus with his elbow. Hey, Mr. Hummus, is that... Is that our old friend? Mr. Hummus interrupted. It's Pepper the Sandpiper, Mr. Hummus shouted. Come on, everybody, let's go talk to Pepper. Pepper the Sandpiper, in case you forgot, was one of the kids' many friends that they'd made during their imaginary adventures around Gator Grove. Pepper was a sandpiper, which is a type of bird that has a pointy little beak for pecking around in the sand, and Pepper was in charge of guarding the Sandpiper treasure. Not long ago, Froggy and his friends helped Pepper find the treasure after it had gone missing. Hey, Pepper, Froggy said, it's great to see you again. Pepper the Sandpiper waved her wing at the friends and called them over to her. Oh my gosh, Pepper said, I am so glad you all are here, because guess what? I need your help again. Of course, Pepper, Froggy said. Anything for our old friend. What's going on? Well, Pepper said, you see, I'm in quite the pickle. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but the Sandpipers and the Mer people of Mertopia have a long history of working together. Oh yeah, said Terra Pterodactyl. We know all about the Mer people of Mertopia. We helped them recently, too. That's right, said Pepper. Well, what's happening is, we will give them pieces of our treasure every once in a while, and in return, they turn it into jewelry for us, Pepper explained as her feathers began to ruffle a bit. It's kind of like when you swap a toy with a friend for another toy, but the problem is, Pepper continued, getting increasingly more worried, the mermaids haven't sent back any jewelry for a long time now, even though we've continued to give them our treasure. Oh my gosh, said Froggy, that does sound like a dilemma. Well, of course, we're happy to help, but I don't really know much about trading some things for other things or anything like that. But Granny the Gator, who was sitting nearby, and was always willing to indulge Froggy and his friends' imaginations, adjusted her glasses and chimed in. Well, wait a minute, kids, Granny the Gator said. This sounds like a trade problem. A trade problem, Pepper asked, as she turned her attention to Granny the Gator. That's right, Granny the Gator said. So Pepper, tell me, do you know why they haven't sent any jewelry back? Pepper just shook her head. No, no, I don't know, she said. That's one of the reasons I'm so worried. Well, Granny the Gator said, how about we pay a visit to the Mer people in Mertopia and we sort this all out? And just like that, they were off. 
they activated their underwater submarine robot suits, which allowed them to breathe underwater. And also they had jet powered rocket boosters that let them zoom around the ocean with ease. And they all dove deep into the ocean and blasted directly down to the beautiful city of Mertopia. It was as magnificent as Froggy remembered it. Huge sandcastles shooting up toward the surface with sunlight breaking through the water and sprinkling down around the buildings. Seashells, treasure, old glass bottles, all of it combined to make a bustling metropolis full of happy and hardworking people. When the group arrived in Mertopia, they immediately met Marino, the Merman Prince. Marino smiled at the group. Hello, Froggy the Gator, Marino said. What brings you to our fine city? Froggy then began to explain the issue between the Sandpipers and the Merpeople. Marino immediately looked sad. Oh my, he said. Yeah, I'm so sorry about this. You see, even though our city looks beautiful, we've actually had a bit of a hard time recently. You see, whenever we receive a piece of treasure from the Sandpipers, we run it through a special seashell jewelry machine to turn it into jewelry. But our machines are all broken, and we haven't been able to find any of the special seashells that we need to create more jewelry. And of course, we just can't bring ourselves to give the Sandpipers an inferior product. Ah, said Granny the Gator, chiming in again. It looks like we've got ourselves a supply problem, she said. A supply problem is when you don't have enough of what you need in order to make something. So what you're saying, Mr. Marino, Granny the Gator continued, is that if we help you find some of these special seashells, that you can go back to making jewelry and return balance to your trade? Marino was elated. Elated means, like, really, really happy. He was elated. Oh yes, that would be perfect, he said. And so the gang set out to find some of the special seashells. They searched all over the ocean floor. They searched high and low. They used their underwater submarine robot suits to cover as much ground as possible in a short period of time. Before long, Mr. Hummus found a strange cave. He beckoned the rest of the group over, and inside, they saw it. Sure enough, it was hundreds and hundreds of the special seashells the people needed to create their jewelry. The team carried as many shells as they could back to Mertopia and presented them to Marino. Marino was overjoyed. Thank you, thank you, he said. With these seashells, we can make more jewelry than ever for our friends, the Sandpipers. And we can even make up for lost time. And with that, Marino gave a powerful whistle with his two fingers between his teeth and all of Mertopia came swimming forward. They picked up the shells and they got right to work creating jewelry for the Sandpipers. They made necklaces, they made rings, they made powerful amulets, 
brooches, even crowns for the sandpipers. Pepper was so happy that she fluttered her wings and almost teared up. As the sun set, Froggy and his friends sat on Gator Grove Beach, feeling proud of the day's work. Granny the Gator smiled. What a great day, kids, she said. Today, you learned an important lesson. You learned about working together, you learned about helping out friends, and you even learned a little bit about economics. Hey everybody, this is Harrison, the creator of Froggy the Gator, thanking you once again for listening. We are so, so grateful to all of our listeners. People have reached out and asked how they can support the show. The most important thing you can do if you enjoy Froggy the Gator and you want to show your support is make sure that you're following us on your podcast app of choice and consider leaving us a review. And of course, if you're a kid listening to this, make sure to get your parents' permission first.